0: All week long, it's our Reality Rally Fundraising Week, so you can help raise money for the Reality Rally in Michelle's Place by using our links for Amazon.com. 100% of our referral fees are going to support the Reality Rally, so get the best deals on everything you need, and help support a great cause when you start your shopping at RobHasAWebsite.com slash Amazon. The
1: smartest guys around Are about to break it down Like they've won the game a million times
0: Well, actually, they didn't really win the game at all
1: Survivor know-it-all
0: that's right this is the survivor know-it-alls know-it-alls are us i am rob cisternino here with my partner here he is it's steven fishback how are you steven
1: what up, Rob? Would you say would you say we're in the butterfly phase of this podcast now? Do you oh, think that we're like for sure. into the butterfly phase? yeah. For
0: sure, yeah. That we are way out of the caterpillar. We are in the butterfly stage. This is the talk of the town. That's right. It is Survivor Know-It-Alls. And we're very excited to be here live on Wednesday night. It's March 5th. Survivor has just ended. And it's a sad day, Stephen, because I liked Bryce and I wish he would have stuck around.
1: I couldn't believe it. I was sure. I was sure. And sometimes it's great to be proven wrong sometimes it's not i was sure that the bryce morgan jeremiah thing i thought we were getting set up for a big season defining alliance i could not have been more
0: wrong rob i really was i really i well we'll get into all of it let's just set up the show here of course rob
1: rob before i want before we even get going i want to i want to say that i listened to the exit interview uh for garrett last week it was great I, i want to say anyone who's who's listening now who did not listen to the interview Uh, With Garrett should go and listen to it. He he really did a great job of unpacking all of his thinking and all of his strategic moves. And it it really goes to show you that, you know, uh, someone can be all there and have like everything mapped out and they still they still might not be able to execute. And it also goes to show, you know, we really get we really only see one side of these contestants. And and I thought Garrett came off great. And it was really interesting and insightful.
0: You know, that's interesting that you say that because that was actually a pretty polarizing exit interview where some people felt like yourself, that it was really great. He did a great job of explaining everything. And other people felt like, oh, my God, he just was talk the whole time. So other people uh, said it was it was not good. But other pe- I also heard from people. It was great. So, yeah. OK. All on that, team Great. OK. So,
1: yeah. Uh, anyway, so sorry to interrupt. Let's let's go. This this was another another great episode. Not as uh, obviously at all as good as last week. Uh, and uh, hopefully the know it alls will will still be as good as last week.
0: Okay, I hope so. So here's what we're gonna do. We are live here. It is Wednesday night. We're taking. We got the chat room going on robhaswebsite We're taking your your tweets at rhap uh, hashtag rhap on Twitter, and then of course you could post your comments. On the YouTube video itself, and you could keep posting comments on the video all night into tomorrow. I try to respond to as many of them as I can if you ask me a question. So all that's happening on the YouTube. We also appreciate it. If you like the show, give us a like on on YouTube too, and you can always subscribe to the YouTube channel at robaswebsite.com YouTube. And if you want to listen to subscribe to the audio feed, uh, go to the post page on robaswebsite.com. You can click the buttons there to subscribe on itunes and hey feedback's good too on itunes so Stephen, let's jump into this oh what one other thing uh tomorrow on the big podcast the the long interview podcast i'm gonna have a double or not a double date i will be having a double interview uh with the codies Stephen. oh wow john wow. and candace
1: that's exciting well do you think john will always ask candace uh what what to do
0: i hope so i yeah. hope so i hope there's no pranks either so we'll talk yeah. with the cody's tomorrow and then we'll do voicemails with nicole so get your voicemails in uh three two three two eight two rhap or rob is dot slash voicemail all right so Stephen, let's talk about this this was a weird episode in a lot of ways uh that they basically didn't give us a lot before the challenge then we had two segments basically with the brains oh i'm sorry with the Beauty Tribe after the challenge. I was with you 100%. I felt like, oh, it's the oldest trick in the book, the old 2 2 2 split the vote, one person switches, and then we get a, um, a 3 2 1 vote at tribal council, but it did not play out that way.
1: So you thought, so So you think that the 2 2 2 split is dangerous. Let's talk about that because yeah. that was sort of a, a decisive move of this episode. Uh, the Beauty Tribe decides that they're worried that Morgan and Bryce have an idol or could have an idol and that the safest thing to do is to split the votes and have I guess the guys voted for Morgan it looked like and the girls voted for Bryce.
0: She's got my um, vote, Stephen.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey. Uh and uh and and that would would in case there was an idol that that would us uh, that would uh, uh whatever counteract that. So what do you think of this, Rob?
0: I think that it was I don't like it. You know, if I'm out there and I'm one of these six people and somebody's like, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to split the vote two, 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 and then we'll have a revote. I'm like, why? Why does anybody think? uh, I mean, I guess that the reason why was because Morgan went and found uh, was looking for the idol that day. And that's what they're thinking. But I just feel like if I'm LJ and I know that I have the idol and I know Morgan doesn't have the idol, I feel like I'm going to try to talk everybody out of this plan.
1: Right, right. If you're LJ, like why not lead? And and, and to some degrees, I think it's 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 a testament to LJ's skill that he is and, and you all know you know, you know that I have a, a big crush on LJ Rob. Um, but I think it speaks well about LJ that he is able that he he doesn't take that leadership role. You know, he's such like a big commanding guy, he's got so much presence, and he's really doing a great job of sitting back and letting and kind of like subtly guiding uh the tribe in his decision making.
0: Yeah, I was worried about LJ here tonight a little bit also because it did feel like that he was losing his grip on the group. But ultimately, he ends up getting a stranglehold. It was his call to get rid of Bryce. He said he feels like he's a bigger threat for the end of the game. And I was worried about him because I felt like it was starting to be a theme this season where people who are thinking too far ahead in the game are having problems. But it worked out good here for LJ. And I feel like I see a fishy in his future.
1: I think you, you, might, uh, you might be right, right about that, Rob. Uh, and, and there's obviously a difference between targeting Bryce at this point in the game and targeting Garrett, right? Like looking to the end and targeting the strongest guy in your tribe is very different than looking, as David did last week, uh, is very different than looking to the end and targeting the weakest guy in your tribe, as LJ is doing this week.
0: Yeah, it was an interesting sort of split, though, because you had Morgan and Bryce and they were together and they were trying to pull over Jeremiah. And it was almost like what they needed to do, I feel like, was they sort of were like half in. It was like a half measure of, okay, we can't vote out LJ because he's too good in the challenges. So we have to vote out Alexis, who's like his proxy and keep him around because we need him to win the challenges and i think had the move been had they decided hey let's vote out lj i feel like they could have gotten jeffra's vote and then it would have been a four a 4-2 four vote and i feel like they could have got this done but i felt like because they were trying to get the vote for alexis they couldn't get jeffra and they needed jeremiah to be the swing vote on his own that's
1: a great point rob that's a really great point i didn't think of that it did seem like at best they were offering uh jeremiah like three uh, you know third in a three-way alliance um, but, but you're absolutely right. Like if they had Jeffrey even said, what about LJ? And they said, no. And I think you're right. At that point, when you're trying to convince someone to flip to your side, you're giving them what they want. You need numbers. Your life is at stake in this game. You know, the challenge doesn't matter to Bryce anymore. He's out of the game. Now, wh- what about this from Jeremiah's perspective? Is this the right decision for Jeremiah?
0: Well, I got to feel like – I feel like it is. I, I do think it it was the right move for him. It was not the 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 move that Rob Sesternino, the Survivor viewer and podcaster, wanted him to make. I would have much <laughs> rather seen Alexis go out. I feel like Alexis yeah. was kind of a non-entity. I'm sure she's a nice person, but I feel like she's not bringing anything to the table as opposed to Bryce, who was giving us gold, Steven.
1: Yeah, Bryce was fantastic. I really thought he was going to be around for a while. He seemed to be playing the game well. He was God. I'm so disappointed. Um, the only counter argument I have, and, and you know, I'm not totally sold on this, but if you're sitting at the end and you're you're Jeremiah, isn't your ideal end game to be with Bryce and Morgan as opposed to LJ? Like, if you're Jeremiah, you're, you know, and, and you're next to LJ, you've got you know this this tremendous giant of a human being to compete against. Whereas Bryce and Morgan, you know, you have the scheming guy. And the kind of bitchy girl with the big boobs. Uh, I almost said the bitchy boobs. Um, it's really a little bit of metonymy there.
0: Yeah. Um, potato, potato.
1: So, yeah, right, exactly. Um, so, I mean, is there any argument to be made that, like, thinking to the end, you you want to build your alliance from day one to be the one that you can win against at the end, as I know very well? Um, stick with the, the people you can be.
0: I don't know if you can think that way in the three-person tribe game. I think that's fine when you're saying, okay, let's make an alliance of five, and we have a tribe of ten, or a tribe of nine, and let's make this group of five, and we can run the table and go to the end. But I'm just trying to think of the, you know, the other times we've had the groups of three. Yeah, it worked out for Shapira uh, for the most part that it was, you know, Rob and Amber were there, and they were there with Jenna Lewis and Rupert, who were from the other tribe, but on on Survivor Philippines, you had Denise and Mike Scoopin, and and Lisa, and Mike Scoopin and Lisa were from one tribe, but Denise was with someone else, so I kind of feel like that... You can't think that far ahead in in this game. I kind of feel like the beginning of this game, especially in the six-person tribes, it's like a rodeo, and you're just going to hang on for dear life and hope you get to the point where they start to switch the tribes up around. So I kind of feel like whatever gives you the best chance to win challenges in the early on, I feel like that's the way to go with this.
1: Right, because you know that there are going to be a lot of switch switches. You know at the merge there's going to be a lot of recombinations. I just, w- I just would say, t- you know, obviously Jeremiah, is t- it seems like he's just loyal to LJ, right? They've got a bromance. They were the only two people working in this incredible storm. Um, I, it, it just seems like you should not, like, be putting yourself, you know, be pinning your hopes on that guy. You know, don't have your, like, number one
0: dude be the guy who's most likely to beat you. I do question the bromance a little bit, though, because he did sort of go, you know, behind his back a little bit with this whole thing. I mean, I'm sure he was considering it. I don't think it was a fake out the whole time of of working with Bryce and Morgan. Uh, I felt like then he ultimately decided not to do it. It seemed like the episode from the edit, they made it seem like Morgan opened her big mouth at Tribal Council. And when she said the line... Jeff said, "Morgan, what do you think is going to happen?" She's like, "Well, Jeff, if things go the way that we planned it today, then uh, I have a good idea what's going to happen." And then it, they like made a face like he smelled a fart, and then it made it seem like that was the point where he changed his vote. See, I
1: really, you know, I was convinced last week that Jeremiah was with Bryce and Morgan. That was kind of the image we were left with was the three of them. But this week, I really felt like Jeremiah was not with them at all. You know, I felt like he was going to entertain what they had to say. I think he didn't want to lie to anybody. You know, he lives, he believed in what Jeff Probst had to say, which was say yes to adventure. He was going to say yes when people came to him. But when push came to shove and uh, he had to make a choice, I don't think he was ever going to betray his sort of good old Southern, you know, alliance. And here – I know I'm going to get crap for this, but I want to just raise this issue. Is there any – I'm not saying anyone – was racist or homophobic, but I'm saying, do you not think the fact that Bryce is gay and that he's black had anything to do with this? Because I, from my perspective, it's not a question of racism or even or homophobia, but like when you're making alliances, you often want to build an alliance with the people who are most like you. Those are the pe- people you have the most in common with. And I wonder if Bryce was just, you know, in this tribe of like, you know, pretty white Southerners. Like maybe he was just out of out of the game from the get-go.
0: I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't I don't think so, Stephen. And and just to go back one point earlier that I do think that Jeremiah was considering it because if he really was just blowing smoke for Bryce and for Morgan, then why would he have the conversation with Jeffra? Which I actually thought was going to unravel the whole thing. um, Jeffra going back and talking to LJ. But he did have that one on one conversation with Jeffra and ask her about the plan. And then she sort of was like, "Eh, I can't I can't do that. So why talk to her if he wasn't serious about it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think there's a difference, though, between, like, considering it and, like, seriously going through with it. Like, you have to talk through your options, right? Yeah,
0: but going back to to your point, I don't think that that was a, a factor here for, for Jeremiah. I think it was more to do with that they needed LJ, and it also was, to me, that, you, you know, to upset the apple cart so much on day seven or eight, I just felt like it, that was going to be worse for Jeremiah's game than to... Um, to Then, to work with Bryce and Morgan, I feel like you know if he did something that went he where he went out of his way to do something that didn 't make sense, I feel like then you could start raising those those questions that you 're asking but i don 't think he did anything that seems illogical
1: and i 'm not i 'm not saying that like someone would not you know this was this was racist or homophobic or that someone 's decision was motivated by dislike of a group i I, I guess i 'm just saying that you know on survivor as in life. You know, people gravitate toward the people who are like them. You see women alliances, you see men alliances, you see young people alliances, you see pretty people alliances. And and maybe it's just hard to be on a tribe where you're distinct from them in crucial ways at the very beginning.
0: Yeah, but, and that that is a good point, what you're saying. But I think that actually it worked the other way because in the last episode, Bryce said to Jeremiah, hey, us country folk have to stick together. Um, And I don't think that LJ, I mean, LJ is from Boston, I think. But he's a horse trainer. (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay like, i don't think he's like training horses horses in like the boston commons you know <laughs> like
0: yeah okay um so l- let's talk about oh i really felt like steven i thought somebody was gonna quit tonight i thought that's where this was all going i thought
1: oh, oh yeah. it's... Lindsay might have quit i thought Lindsay was gone
0: i thought i thought uh i said last week i thought jatia had a good chance to quit uh, she didn't really seem to talk about it too much, except she was complaining about the rice. But then Lindsay looked like she was going to quit. Jeffra looked like she was going to quit. Uh, I thought we were almost going to have a, a quit tonight.
1: There was This was one of the worst rainstorms I think we've seen in a while. I can't think of when. Philippines had bad weather. Uh, what what else? What, what else has had really bad? I can't think. Samoa Samoa, Samoa yeah. was bad. We yeah. had horrible weather, but I don't know if it was as bad. As Actually, this. the this All-Stars
0: was, was a particularly uh, bad uh, weather season also.
1: Yeah. I I mean, I think that the last time that it really, I mean, I guess you saw like people complaining a lot in one world, but that was, this seemed worse. This seemed much worse.
0: Yeah. This was, you know, I get, I don't know about you. I get kind of flashbacks when I felt like this was very real the way that this was uh, shown tonight. Like this was an extended segment where it was, you really felt for these people.
1: I like all the close-ups of people's hands and feet. I I just love the puckered, the puckered fingernails and the puckered toes. I love it.
0: Yeah, gross. Very, very yeah, gross.
1: Just disgusting.
0: Yeah. Um. So is Alexis total? I'm sorry. Is is Morgan totally screwed here? And and uh, dot dot dot. Hmm. Dot dot dot. Hmm. Um,
1: I don't know. I don't think uh, Beauty's loss was a big surprise, right? Beauty was way ahead in that challenge. You know, LJ is a great puzzle solver. How they lost that? It looks like they just got unlucky. They started to the panic at the end as Jeff kept on telling them that they needed to the panic. Um, and I felt like I don't I don't see beauty losing a lot of challenges before a swap comes.
0: Yeah, I think they should be OK. It did seem like an anomaly that they got this one wrong, especially after last week. LJ was so dominant in the puzzles. We thought he was just going to be like the puzzle whisperer this season.
1: I, this one, it just was I think it was just bad luck. You know, it was just like they missed a few crucial polls and that was the end of it. Um yeah, I was really, you know, I, I was worried. I was really worried. I'm really rooting for LJ. And when, when I saw that they were about to lose, I was like, oh, no, I can't, I can't do this. I can't, I can't take this. I, uh, that, that brains come from behind. The greatest thing about the brains come from behind uh, victory was that they practiced so hard at that water throwing, and they were so bad at the water throwing
0: yeah that was a very very funny segment and kudos to the survivor editors who really uh edited r- perfectly to the music it, it was really it was funny and it, it was really really well done and it was so funny because it helped them absolutely it made them worse i think they should have listened to spencer and sat there and, and drank water is that why spencer was throwing the water in people's faces because he was trying to keep the tribe <laughs> hydrated
1: <laughs> what do you think of that so i mean the brains tribe still a giant bluster mess right yeah like you, you've got i thought you know i thought tasha was going to be proven so right i thought like finally someone on the brain tribe is behaving intelligently tasha is telling everybody to practice obviously it was a total disaster uh meanwhile spencer saying he needs to drink to is off she wants to eat more rice even though she's the one who destroyed the rice and Cass is doing interior decorating yeah,
0: there you go what does that even mean i don't know I don't yeah. know. I mean Tasha stepped up in the vacuum. She looked like she was the leader. She looked like she was the one who knew what who knew what she was doing. My favorite part of all that was when she says to Spencer during that segment. Uh, Spencer's like, "Yeah, I got to stay hydrated. I got to I got to get some water." She's like, "No, I think you should really want to practice. I think it's really important for you" to make sure we don't lose the challenge. And it seems to just go like over Spencer's head that she basically tell him you're voted out if we lose the challenge.
1: Oh, really? I feel like he was like, yeah, I get it. Like, I, you don't feel like her, like, you know, you know, you don't need to, I thought he was like, oh, yeah, you're not being subtle here. There's no, there's no, <laughs> no question of what she was saying um what do you think who is the best who's in the best position on the brains tribe right now
0: who Who do you like on the brains tribe? i think well i feel like tasha is in the best position no matter no matter right. any way you slice it i think you don't think cass is in a pretty good position not really i don't think she's in a particularly great position i think that if they go to tribal council next time it's, it sure seems like spencer is the uh the odd person out but i i have to say I, I felt like it was a little bit of weird uh i felt like i wrote in my notes cass said to um, Tasha, I hope you don't turn on me. And I just made me feel like, I wonder if Spencer is going to be able to flip Tasha and Jatia against Cass.
1: Oh, that's interesting. I didn't even, I didn't even think of that. For, that that, that. I, I just figured like Jatia would obviously be the next person to go from that tribe. That like, Why would you vote out the functional person? Cass had that line, you can always get more rights. Actually, you can't. You can't always get more rights. It's impossible to get more rights on Survivor.
0: Yeah. Well, it's actually not impossible, according to an interview that Jeff Probst did with Dalton Ross, where uh, that they said, uh, Jeff Probst said that they will trade, they could trade stuff and and there could be some sort of a rice exchange if they're going to starve.
1: Okay, they don't want people actually dying. That seems to make sense.
0: That seems to make sense.
1: Um yeah. I like Spencer. Though. What, what do you think? I, I, I mean, you know what? I'm really enjoying the the moments I'm having with Spencer. I feel like the things he's saying. I got to sit back. I got to you know take it easy. I got to you know let things come to me. I feel like he's doing a good job. The
0: Spencer era has been fun. Yeah, yeah. I I'm, you think it's I'm enjoying this whole season, Stephen. I like all um, uh, most of these people. Great cast. Um,
1: and I feel like that's a good transition to to Tony.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh, you want let's talk Tony.
1: Yeah. Let's talk Tony. Um, is that, is that too big a jump? I mean, I don't
0: need to talk Tony right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we're okay. I think we're okay. Uh, there was one other thing I wanted to get back to on, oh, the, yeah, yeah, on, yeah. on the beauty tribe. Uh, could we just talk about, uh, LJ and the idol? Oh yeah. God, that was amazing. Right. That was pretty good. I, but I wondered that nobody seemed to say to him, Hey, it's a tropical monsoon. Where are you going <laughs> right now? Um, you know, I feel like he
1: was like, hey, guys, go, just going after a whip. And they're like, ah, oh, you're so handsome. Um, you know, like it seemed like he could just like, you know, the, not everyone was in the shelter at that point. I think, and, you know, people walk off, they get interviewed, they they go to the bathroom mm-hmm. and he said he's going to the bathroom.
0: By the way, I have um, to say that the I know you have the the man crush on the LJ. I have to say I respect his game, but I have to say I, I don't I, I can't say that I share your your crushing.
1: Why? he seems so perfect in every way. What, is, what, what, what do you not like about it's him? He's not my type. But what, seriously, you know, he's, got, like, he's, got, he's very smart, right? He's laid back, but he's also kind of in control of the tribe. He's, he's aggressive enough to get the idol, but not so aggressive that he's like a Tony character. And, you know, he's a, a, he's a beast in the challenges.
0: Maybe, uh, not funny.
1: Not funny. True.
0: Not funny. Oh, like, you know,
1: he's like in that great comedy he had about how he was raised on hard work and doing good and how good things you did would, would come back to you. That's a nice, you know, you should you should imbue your own child with that, yep. uh, that thinking.
0: Personality goes a long way with me, Stephen.
1: Right. Right. Um, interesting. I did want to say I wanted to give, you know, one complaint I have a lot in these uh, in, in Survivor is when we don't see what the people who are voted out are thinking. We don't see the plans that the people on the losing end are making. And I was really happy that we saw like that, that Bryce uh, Morgan and Jeremiah Alliance, because it really showed the work that Bryce was doing to kind of preserve himself in the game. And it was a great misdirection. I, I totally bought it. So I, you know, more of that. I love that.
0: Yeah, I have to also give kudos to the editors as well with this episode because rather than sticking to the, you know, cookie cutter, here's what, okay, this segment, this segment, this segment, okay, have the challenge, and then we have, you know, five minutes, and then we go to travel council. I think they felt like, hey, We've got a lot of stuff to get to that happens after the challenge. Let's just do the challenge in the first half hour, and then let's play out two segments with the Beauty Tribe of all this strategy talk that was going on. And rather than try to cut it down and make it fit to whatever the cookie cutter, this is what a Survivor episode looks like.
1: Yeah, and it really showed. And the sort of it was exciting. You you kind of saw the way the the strategy developed for the Beauty Tribe. Yeah, I loved it.
0: Yeah. All right. So let's talk about Braun. And there was a lot of Tony and really the Tony stuff could go either way, Stephen Is yeah. is Tony playing a good game or a not good game? It's such a tweener. It is so crazy. It's like on the one hand, you're like, oh my
1: God, you're owning this. You know, he finds the idol clue in the reward, like really smart. Just like thinking, you know, moving faster than anybody else is on his tribe. Um, you know, and I thought that story he spun to Sarah was great. I thought that was really smart where he says to Sarah, you know, Cliff and Lindsay were talking, and Lindsay was like, let's get rid of Trish. But Cliff said, no, Sarah's the dangerous one. Trish is dumb, and we got to get rid of Sarah. I thought by involving Sarah in this story that he was really selling it. I thought he did such a great job, but yet there's something about him that's like over the top, you know? What, what do you think?
0: Yeah, I agree. He really did a great job of selling the improv. First off, that he you know ends up going back, t- t- talking to Sarah, like we said he should have last week, telling her that he was a cop. And now we have Cops are Us, Steven. Can you believe it?
1: He could. How many times did he say cops are us? He he was saying cops are us probably for six hours before Sarah was like, oh, yeah, yeah, all right, whatever. Cops are us. I'm Look,
0: okay. that's airtime. You, you, yeah. If anybody, any future people are on Survivor, you find anybody that's the same as you, or make up a thing. You put us on the end. You know that you are. <laughs> it works for everybody except actually for us. He's the only person that was not <laughs> able to get screen time in this way.
1: What do you think? What would ours? What would ours be, Rob?
0: yoga r us that's what him if him and Vitas would have been doing that they would have been uh you know total screen time but Then Vidas
1: would have felt like it's yoga r us you know what am i
0: <laughs> yeah it could have been like a whole Abbott and costello bit yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yoga uh, r us no i i'm i <laughs> but who am i you're yoga r us <laughs> um anyway so t- yeah tony i thought he was great because he did like a whole like like sketch uh for sarah and he's like he's like so he's what was his story so his story was cliff and Lindsay were talking right. and he's, he was probably hanging out in the uh, the, the shack, spy, know, shack. The yeah. spy shack yeah <laughs> and and he must have been saying to himself uh when, when when he heard that conversation
1: this is huge i needed this Ooh.
0: Ooh. yeah so that's uh tony <laughs> this was huge and so, what
1: was that? Oh, that was the idol.
0: <laughs> so, 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 and then he says, "Yeah, he's like, yeah." So I, I was in the spy shack, and I heard, I heard her saying, you know, that and, and I heard Cliff say, "Oh, Shorty, you got to go with me, and we got to vote out Sarah." And she was like, "No, I love Sarah." No, we can't. He said, like, "No, we got to." <laughs> it's like it's really funny. Do you think he's a frustrated like actor? I know he might be maybe this is his way he's a mactor maybe is he a recruit uh gotta assume uh yeah he was really getting into it Uh, but but I think that that in general
1: as a rule is a really good way to lie to someone it's to like build a story around your lie and not just be like hey Cliff's targeting you you're next to go we got to get out Cliff it's to be like I heard this conversation and he said this to her you know people ultimately think everyone is telling them the truth unless it's like I'm not voting you out. You know, like no one really believes if you are spinning the story that you are spinning it from cloth.
0: I feel like Tyson was really good at that last season. Also that I feel like if anybody ever came to him and like confronted him on something that he would like make up a lie, like, Oh, that person said the same thing to me about you. And then like, they're, they're trying to get you out. And like, what? Um, So it, it does work well. Anytime you can make the lie into make the person that, that you're talking to paranoid. That's good.
1: Right. And, you know, and then they've got the cops thing as well. The thing about Sarah is that, like, she's already sniffed him out one time. And it's like, Tony is just in overdrive. I think that he's, you know, now we're five days in, I guess we're eight days in, and, you know, things are happening for Tony. You know, he's getting idols, he's making alliances. I think he's
0: going to burn himself out. I think he's moving too fast. Yeah, moving too fast. Yeah, I think so. And this can't last with Tony.
1: He's going to either, like, either he will do something that's, like, That's either he will like get bored and do something over the top or I just think that's what's going to happen. I think he's going to get bored and make a mistake.
0: Yeah, I think so. Uh, Is there anything that's uh, a more useless skill than (laughs) cop dar? Or I guess I guess it's no cop dar is pretty useless if you're a cop. I feel like if you're a bad guy, (laughs) cop dar would be huge. He's in the wrong line of work. <laughs> yeah, she
1: needs to go into right. Yeah, the thing you did, the joke you just said, I'll, I'll support.
0: Yeah, the bad it guy was. says, "Hey, are you a cop?" And they're like, "Hold on, let me bring in Sarah. Sarah, is this guy a cop? What do you think?" Oh yeah, total cop. All right, kill him. All right.
1: So, do you think that Lindsay, like they had that scene with Lindsay, like cackling about Sarah falling out of the hammock?
0: Yeah, but like, that almost played that... into what Tony was saying. Like I'm I felt saying, like <laughs> she was like so excited about it. Like yeah.
1: I, yeah, like like really, really interesting dreams do come true on Survivor.
0: Yeah, it was like a total passive aggressive thing for her to be even saying in the first place. And I thought then we were gonna cut to Sarah saying, You see, Tony was right, she does hate me. Um, yeah, I mean,
1: but that's kind of the look that Sarah had on her face. She had this sort of goofy but like maligned look, like why is this mean
0: girl laughing at you? Yeah, she's very mean. Very mean, Lindsay. <sighs> You know who's not winning Survivor? Who's Wu. The,
1: who, Or who? Wu is not winning Survivor. No, I
0: why, love Wu! Why do you You're say so that? Why, why are you putting uh, the, the uh, kibosh on Wu? I think Wu did not have one... Other than
1: saying how happy he was to be miserable, you know, Wu did not say a single thing this episode.
0: Yeah, he's been pretty invisible. Yeah okay all right let's get to some questions here and then uh we we still got you know a very very exciting uh survivor episode tonight i felt like a, a, a lot to talk about so let's take your questions here with steven fishback here know-it-alls-are-us the talk of the town all right let's go to william davis and, and he wants to know where does jatia rank on the all-time list of biggest challenge liabilities well what do no, you think steven i don't
1: oh, know I-, I mean you know this challenge. I felt like Jatia was not any worse than anybody else yeah. in that horrible tribe. Like they were all dropping the ball pretty hard. Um, you know, I, you know, her past history speaks for herself. She did pretty badly in some other challenges, but she's not. You know, she's not. This this was a team screw up.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't think you could put a lot of the blame here on Jatia. Last week, absolutely. But no, I don't think you could put a ton of blame on Jatia. And really, what did she do in the first time? She sort of like was like in the way with the keys uh, in the first challenge. So I, I don't think that you could put her on the Mount Rushmore of people who F up the challenges.
1: She just had one spectacular challenge flame out. But even LJ had a spectacular challenge flame out today. If it can happen to LJ. It can happen to anybody.
0: Yeah. So um, I'm not putting this one on Jatia.
1: Yeah, I agree with you, Rob. I agree with you, Rob. Nick2S wants to know, do you agree that Tasha is handling her position of power 100% wrong? Being rude to Spencer is not beneficial in any scenario. What do you think, Rob?
0: Okay, uh, is Tasha handling her? No, I don't think she's doing a bad job. I think she actually was doing a a good job. And I think that we sort of, in hindsight, going back, I felt like we sort of underreported her role in uh, getting things switched around last week and getting Garrett voted out. So I've actually I'm high on Tasha.
1: Although it sounded like they made that decision at the actual tribal council. That's kind of which was which I thought was sort of surprising.
0: Yeah, it was uh, surprising. And I felt like I don't know how much I buy that i really i really don't
1: lie in that situation i guess they were lying to spencer maybe they didn't want to make
0: it they both they so i i believe that one person could switch their vote so so basically they were trying to tell me that both tasha and cass both were going there to vote for and they both switched their vote at tribal council like i thought what you know i don't know
1: I, i i i yeah i i i kind of think tasha i mean you know what i think tasha is maybe not handling it perfectly you know i I agree that there's no real reason to be like to sort of bully spencer into doing what she wants which is practice for the challenge she's obviously just getting really frustrated you know morale really matters on survivor and i think before they they eked out a narrow challenge win you know that the brains tribe was really suffering and i'll be very curious to see uh if if this is kind of a turnaround moment for them where they realize that they actually can win, that they're not the like sort of eternal screw ups.
0: I don't know. I don't know if they're, if, if that moment happened, I mean, I it did feel like it took a miracle for them to win. I don't really know if they, they came together. It was imp- it was great. I really was pumped up when they did win, but I don't know if this was a turnaround moment for them.
1: Oh, we'll see. We'll t- time. will tell Rob a week, a week will tell. Yeah. Um,
0: all right, let's go. Next question, DD Gypsy: Is Tony going to kill Sarah's game, or can she figure him out? She seems too trusting of the cop bond. What do you think, Stephen? I mean- I mean,
1: you know how I typically feel about the scenes from next week. Usually, I'm very opposed to them.
0: Yeah. Um, well, you know, the, I, the, you know what? Don't don't talk about scenes from uh, from next week here because I get I get a lot of complaints when we talk about. It. A lot of people don't watch the previews, so just. Oh really? Yeah, a lot. Oh, of, that's really
1: interesting. I do get. I I, I, get thought, some, I thought that was considered canonical. The, the, the scenes. From next I'll, week. I'll, I'm more
0: likely to do it on a Thursday.
1: Okay. All right. Well, let's let's avoid that. then. I think that I, I mean. You know, I think Sarah's in deep now. I, I do feel like she's going. I mean, I, I feel like she sniffed him out once before. She can sniff him out again. I mean, I, I agree that the cop on is might blind her a little bit, but I, I've got faith in Sarah.
0: Yeah, I kind of feel like that. Sarah put her heart out to Tony. Yeah, and right. if he breaks her trust, she's gonna be pissed. Right. Yeah.
1: The thing is, like, she's already—he's already lied to her.
0: Like, she she knows that. She has to know that. Yeah. I mean, obviously, she knows that. But I think you could get away with that once. I think you could say, look, I was l- like, uh, you know, I was li- I was lying to you because I didn't want you to vote me out. And so then I think he can get away with that once. But then if she finds out, oh, wait, no, he really is full of crap. Then I think that that's a big problem for her.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, Stephen Shore wants to know, does the strategy of telling someone that people were talking bad about the person you are talking to occur often? Uh, so, I think what Stephen is talking about is the way that. uh Tony says to Sarah, you know, these guys were talking bad about you. Um, just sort of like create making I, my read on this is that Stephen's saying, do people often like make up lies about uh, slanders from other players? What, what do you think, Rob? Is that, a, is that an often occurring strategy and is it a good strategy?
0: It's a good strategy. I don't think it happens often enough. I'm going to disagree with you about that.
1: I think it is an OK strategy. I think there's a big danger that the dots can be connected. Can, can, it really can come back to haunt you if person A and person B we saw it in survivor heroes versus villains. I mean, it ultimately didn't hurt Russell, but, uh, you know, he was saying one thing to poverty saying one thing to Danielle, Parvati and Danielle like connect the dots. They're like, "Why are you lying to us?" Mm-hmm. You know, I, uh, so I no, you got to it, be a... sure.
0: You got to be sure that they aren't talking. Like, just like you know, Boston Rob, like in Redemption Island, he had everybody, everybody come back and report to me what what happens. But if anybody would have said, "Hey, what did Rob say to you? Did he say something to you?" and he would have been done. Right. It's a very
1: situational strategy. You know, it just depends on how good you are, right? If you some things, you know, make sense for one person, don't make sense for another
0: yeah okay let's do a couple more questions here we go what does pat 1172 have to say uh pat
1: 1172 says what is the possibility of Jeffra, alexis and morgan making a woman's alliance and blindsiding jeremiah or lj what do you think oh let
0: me let me crunch the numbers on this okay so you have jeffra uh alexis and uh yeah zero there's no chance (laughs) uh i agree no chance Okay, next question. Uh this is uh, f- say, uh same guy. Okay, we we short we short shrifted him on his question, so we'll give him another question. Did Spencer single-handedly keep the brains out of tribal council? Who do we give credit to? Uh who's the new puzzle master?
1: Well, Spencer and Cass did that together. I mean, you really really couldn't have been one over the other, right?
0: Yeah, but somebody could have been, you know, saying, okay, you pull this rope, I pull pull this way, pull this way, pull this way. Um I suspect. From what we know, I feel like that's more of a Spencer than a Cass.
1: I don't, I, you know. Even I
0: if we, we say 60-40, I think it
1: seems more I mean, Spencer. Know. I saw the two of them doing the puzzle together. I believe in teamwork.
0: Teamwork, 50-50. Okay. Yeah. All right, next question.
1: Should Bryce, uh, I'm sorry, in sub 24, Alex G wants to know, should Bryce have said to LJ, Jeremiah is flip-flopping, let's vote him off like you did to Christy.
0: Oh, the old, move. yeah, the old, uh, Christy Smith switcheroo. Um, no, I don't think so. Cause the difference between this and Christy again, six people was that we were headed towards a stalemate. We were headed towards a uh, tie and you know, me, Steven, I'm always looking for the win win. I'm always right. saying, okay, well, what, 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 uh, let's think outside the box here. Let's, let's get a deal ha- to happen. So, In this instance, the deal Bryce was not in a position of strength here to negotiate from. So, whereas I could have said to you know Jenna and Heidi, said, "Hey, let's let's not let's avoid drawing rocks tonight. Let's just vote out Christy." And they were like, "Good, because we hate her." And so that it was a uh, it was a that was a win win. That would not have necessarily been a win win for LJ to vote out Jeremiah tonight. It'd be like, "No,
1: I, I think I'll still vote you out, Bryce."
0: Yeah. I think so. Yeah, so I don't think that would have been uh such a such a great move. All right, let's two more questions. All right. Here we go. This is from uh Survivor Yap who wants to know, do you think that Jeremiah is on the right track to replicate the gameplay of uh is this Jatia? <laughs> oh no, JT, JT. Yeah. Got it.
1: Uh the answer is no. The answer is no. I don't think that Jeremiah seems like a JT type at all. I think he's a nice southern boy, you know, I think he's He's hardworking. I think he's got a pretty smile. Uh, But you know, he does not seem to be as as the prime mover on his tribe at all. You know, he's kind of caught between these two forces. He has trouble making decisions. He's not leading anybody around. Uh, I think he's not even in the realm of JT.
0: No offense. No offense. I'm sure you're a great guy. Let's talk about Jeremiah just for a moment here. So I can't get a good read if Jeremiah is a good player or not. I mean, I have to say at the end of the day here, I feel like uh, based on everything I've seen, I feel like he seems to know what he's doing. Uh, I mean, give me a survivor player that you feel like he's on the trajectory of being them this season.
1: So he, so let's talk. I mean, let's talk about the qualities of Jeremiah. Jeremiah's narrowed in. So he so he's he has been a part of a lot of people's alliances. He made the deciding vote which way to go. Uh, but he's not the leader of any alli- I mean, you know, I mean, there's something to be I – mean, maybe maybe that is the, the place that JT was in on day eight, was between two alliances and kind of the deciding vote. I mean, I guess the difference is that Jeremiah seems kind of like, oh, shucks, I don't know. I don't want to lie to anybody. You know, like he doesn't really seem to be making smart decisions. Like people come to him. They embrace him. Who is someone like that who, who people want to work with but, but who isn't really driving the action?
0: Boy, um, nobody's, uh, nobody's jumping out to me off the top of the top of my head, but I do feel like that he said, you know, Hey, somebody's going to be mad at me, but I don't care. I felt like he's, you know, he did say, I want to run the game. I think what's going to be interesting to see is what does he do with Morgan now? Now that Bryce is out of the picture, does he say, Hey, now Bryce is out of the picture. Now I can, does he go and try to bring Morgan in or does he stick with his four and say, okay, Morgan, you're the next one to go.
1: Right. And maybe I'm being too hard on Jerry. You know, maybe he does have like JT-like qualities. You know, maybe I'm just defensive of the specialness of JT. Yeah, I
0: think that that might be the case. That might be the case. Yeah. I think the jury is out on Jeremiah. Yeah, he's not, I thought he was going to be a, a dodo coming into the season. I think that he is. I, I think I had underestimated him. He's a little bit mealy
1: mouth. Let's be honest. You know, like maybe like part of it is
0: just he's just not eloquent. <laughs> not eloquent. That's right. Not giving great confessional. All right. Yeah. One last question, Stephen. You take it.
1: All right, Uh, Pat1172 again. He's on fire. 80% of our questions are from Pat1172. How far away is a tribe swap, and can Spencer stay alive till then? That is the question.
0: Okay, well, you know, typically, we tend to see these tribe swaps after four episodes, so I feel like that's what it was in – that's what it was in the All-Stars. That's what – I believe that's what it was in the Philippines where episode five, we switch up the tribes. So do you think that's can Spencer hold on here one more week?
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, and maybe next episode is, is episode four if, if that first episode is one and two.
0: um,
1: uh, Yeah.
0: I, think I would Spencer's consider good. that episode – I mean, it's episode three for us, but it's really, you know, the fourth. It's day Boom. eight. It's
1: day eight. Yeah
0: come on bro four people four Uh, people off
1: yeah um i i would say that uh i i think spencer has uh, can can do it you know i think he's i think he's good and once he gets to a swap he's in a very good position you know he's not a very intimidating seeming guy uh and he's coming from the the tribe of total screw-ups so i I think there's always it's good to come from the tribe of screw-ups you know because people aren't intimidated of you you know coming from beauty you're coming from brawn you have a target on you just because of your tribe but coming from like these so-called brains you know you've got kind of a buy
0: okay i i hear you i feel like spencer could be okay i he's just gonna get through one more one more show
1: yeah
0: one I more show and then anything um, could happen
1: josh mims wants to know and this is i guess we're doing one more because patrick carrow got like 16 questions. <laughs> he
0: got too many questions
1: <laughs> did jeremiah make the right move or should he have gone with bryce and morgan i
0: yeah, say he, he made right i may God. say say he made the right move yeah uh, we'll talk about it. Josh I'm kind of offended. <laughs> yeah. All right. In fairness to Pat, we we sort of just poo-pooed one of his questions. Yeah. In fairness. All right. So Steven, can I play you a, a, another uh, quick clip? Yeah, uh, this is that um, I know you f- that uh, you're very close with uh, the Cochran, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so you hear from him all the time. I bet. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, did you know that he was actually on uh, a one of the Grantland podcasts this week?
1: Oh, I had no idea which one.
0: Yes. Uh, so, he was on the Grantland uh, pop culture podcast. Could I play you a quick clip uh, from the intro of uh, John Cochran on uh, Bill Simmons' Grantland podcast? He was on yeah, the, please. He was on the Juliet podcast talking about uh, pop culture. Here's, here's a, a quick clip. Uh, this is from about 15 seconds into the Juliet show uh, released earlier this week. Welcome to the Juliet Show. I am Juliette Littman. This week, we're looking ahead to the second half of the TV season. Now that the Olympics are over, all of my favorite shows are back, including Survivor, which just started a couple days ago. We've got John Cochran, winner of Survivor Token Jeans, here. Let's get to it. <laughs> yes, yes. Steven, bow no. down to... What the hell? Sorry, JT. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Cochran's yeah. your new winner. Wow. I do not like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's nonsense.
1: That's nonsense. Yeah. That guy would have been out first. I'll go to Grantland. Cochran in the house.
0: Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Thank you. Thank you No for correction. Me. No correction.
1: Oh, you're right. You're right.
0: There you go. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> that guy is the worst. Steven, he won your season. <laughs> but, but, it's like a blur. I don't even... It's so, so long
1: ago. I don't even remember. Who yeah, knows?
0: So did you, did you lose to Cochran in the vote? <laughs> yes i guess he seemed
1: really rugged at the time you know he, that the, that season transformed him
0: yeah i mean he got as many votes as you did and they just now they made him the winner yeah pretty ridiculous <laughs> he got as many votes as i did
1: yeah i've got a message <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right so you take that up with juliet and the grandland podcast was it a good podcast oh it was riveting fantastic <laughs> how rude yes um uh, all right all right um yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Steven, th- thank you so much. Great, great know-it-alls here again tonight, once again.
1: Oh yeah, this was fun. And, uh, you know, check out my people blog and, you know, leave a comment. I, I haven't been tweeting as much, but if you, you know, I do, I do read the comments on my blog read the comments on, uh, on this uh, podcast. So if you leave a comment here or on my blog, I'll, I'll uh, try to try to, you know, cause, like, cause I miss, I miss talking about survivor with other survivor fans like myself. And, uh, that's what that Twitter was great for that. And this Twitter exile, it's like wearing on,
0: when do you come back from Twitter Exile Island? Got
1: to, got to hold off as you know. I got to get the the so that <laughs> I'm immune from Twitter's
0: something. Oh no, I'll, I'll ask Candace about uh, how to survive on Redemption and Exile Island for you. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, Candace and John Cody tomorrow. Look on Facebook if you want to get your questions in and get your voicemails in for. Uh, I'm going to talk with Nicole tomorrow. I want to get uh, you guys back in the habit, leaving us the voicemail Wednesday night, Thursday morning. Three two three two rhap or the even better quality sounding at rap dot com slash voicemail and by the way, it is a fundraising week for reality rally. I am raising funds for Michelle's Place and uh, Jillian Larson's Reality Rally. If you use the link for Amazon.com, start your shopping at robhasawebsitecom slash Amazon. Through March 7th, I'm donating 100% of the proceeds to the Reality Rally uh, all this week. So if you need anything, pick it up there and help support a good cause. And uh, we'll be back with our exit interview with Bryce tomorrow. We'll have Candace and John Cody on the big uh, interview podcast. So make sure you're subscribed and locked in and subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Steven, thank you so much, buddy.
1: Big episode.
0: Thank you. Big ups. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. The theme to Survivor Know-It-Alls was written and performed by the Fake Plastic Trees. Hear more of their music at fakeplastictrees.nl.